1: without a postcard
0: 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan, with Sally. First broadcasting, noon through one, Australian Daylight Savings Time. Yes, um, if you were just woken up and were expecting to hear Earth Matters, that was 11 o'clock and we've moved moved the clocks forward an hour Um, and they all fell off the mantelpiece and... Uh, That's quote a joke from Aussie Ostrich, and probably no one understands that joke either in relation to Aussie Ostrich or the clocks, unless you're about uh, my age. Most importantly, 3CR broadcasts from the lands of the cooler Nations, and we pay respect to Elders past, present and emerging. Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people from whichever lands you are listening in from, and for that matter, any First Nations people all over planet Earth. And we acknowledge that all the lands were stolen and never ceded, and that reconciliation is very much an ongoing process. Stay tuned for um, a bit of a, um, well, it's not so much an announcement, but something that links in a way to that later in the show um, in relation to next week. Now, apologies. First um, was due to have a Guest on, but unfortunately some personal issues have come up and said Guest can't make it today. But um we've got plenty to talk about, get to that in a second. If you want to join in the conversation with me, there's all the various means of communication out of the pan eight five five at gmail.com. SMS six one four five six seven five one two one five. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so and there's going to be plenty of at the bottom line that's the bottom line, sorry, on the show today, and look for posts on Facebook, my page Sally Goldner and also Out of the Pan, 3CR 855 AM, Melbourne. And very much today, any opinions that I express on this show are very much my own and not necessarily those of organisations with which I have been associated and or still am associated. And you can also snail mail, PO Box 1277, Collingwood 3066. There will um, be um, issues, we could say, of discrimination within LGBTIQA plus communities to be discussed today. Um, So if you need switchboard 1800 184 527 or rainbow door 1800 729 367 and um, come up with any other content warnings as we go through. Well the message on social media said the gay stream is way off course, do we need to swim in a different river? And I was prompted to talk about this um, question or dare I say query because of a story that emerged back on September the 21st um, after, during, and of course didn't get to it last week, um, was up in uh, Queensland and um, visiting the fam, the foo, um, no not foo fighters, family of origin. But seriously, this report first um, published um, in the um, Nine Media, sydneymorningherald.com.au, SMH, Teachers Union Transgender Centre Rejected by Sydney Mardi Gras Parade. And organisers claim, um this is not in quote marks in the article, there was simply no room owing to high demand. And then the article goes on to say it comes about amid a mounting criticism within the LGBTQ community about corporatization of the event. And um a representative of the New South Wales Teachers Federation LGBTIQA plus committee, Alicia Hamel, said the union um um was devastated to learn of the decision which the state's public school teachers would find pretty hard to swallow. And those last four words are quote unquote. The gender centre was also rejected, and health and communications manager Eloise Brooks said, and to quote Michael Cole, and I quote, "We provide over ninety percent of trans-specific services to the community in New South Wales. We're big, and it's our birthday. is the fortieth anniversary of the gender centre this year, and." um sydney's annual mardi gras parade will be watched by the world next year even more so because of the um world pride festival which we'll talk about in a second Um, tens of thousands of visitors and here's the part that really um well gets my blood pressure up and gets my goats and makes me want to say words like flub to quote a wrestling youtube channel um this is not Um, I'll tell you when bits are in quote marks, but reading from the article in the Sydney Morning Herald, the group said it accepted just 70% of applications. Entries were assessed by an independent, inverted commas, curatorial committee consisting of diverse members of the LGBTQ community. Priority went to groups with, open quote marks, here's the big bit, strong creative ideas with the ability to produce and deliver them, it said. Okay everyone take a deep breath I should have given you a warning if you were driving sorry this is an lgbtiqa+ plus event well I noticed they don't include the i and the a and I wonder why that is might need to talk about that um I have my have my reasons for what what my might believe since when the first thing about things like Mardi Gras Pride March it is for El- I'll say rainbow people it's for then very closely behind for supportive family members, and then for allies. Since when is how you pour biodegradable glitter over yourself a reason for inclusion in a rainbow march? It is not. And some people are going to say to me, "Why are you even surprised at this, Sally?" Well, we all know, as the this Sydney Morning Herald article says, um, you know that um, there is this um, you know, mounting criticism about corporatisation of the event. Well, this even, as I say, has still left me the, um, with the proverbial gobsmack face palm head desk going on. I'm sorry. Um, the biggest trans organisation in a year where trans people have been under attack, and I'm not going to mention the names and the situations I think listeners to this show know what it's what that's all about, and yet we don't have it there. And I, I, just, I just am absolutely bewildered at the... Um, total empathy deficit of such a decision. And um, interestingly, the Teachers' Federation has said further that it was somewhat surprised to discover the New South Wales Department of Education's float was approved for the first time, and the um, Teachers' Fed rep said that members of the union might not feel comfortable marching in that float. Absolutely, a union and an employer might be two different things. Um, And so that's... um, you know, bizarre. And then it goes on to talk about how the union's float was nominated for best choreography and the group had ex- already explained another display. Um, so, um, this is just um, absolutely unbelievable. There's, I just think you've got to read between the lines here. My gut and my intuition have said all along there's more to this than just um, creative decisions. Um, I don't exactly know what, who, how, when, but let's just stay knowing how. The Sydney gay stream flows. Um, let's just say I've got my intuition, and that's all I can probably say on radio. But all I can say, what I can say, is this is just ludicrous. It's a total and utter joke. And it does lead to debates about who should be, you know, how do we therefore decide who should be in Pride Much? Well, as I said, the first priority is is the organisation um, any or all of lgbtiqa um you know who what's the running of it Um, because in another setting this week by coincidence when discussing this i found out last year that a queer student union in from a melbourne based university was put behind the corporates in pride much now i give credit to midsummer down here who put aboriginal and torres strait islander first then roughly queer youth everything else queer, then local, state, federal government, and then corporates and political parties last. And the fact that a student union of queers, a queer student body, was put behind all of that, I don't think that's right either. And I think that this is something we've now got to get a template going for. And one of the other things that came up in this um, discussion, which given that it was technically, wasn't quite public, but it was certainly um, anyone could report on it, And I don't really think there's any, I'm breaching any confidences, was the idea of maybe we have to look at how well corporates support the LGBTIQA plus communities. And I sometimes cynically say it's not good enough to sell, but we gave $10 to the marriage equality campaign six years ago or five years ago, whenever it was. No, that's not good enough. Um, For example... You know, something where a corporate works in partnership with a trans health service in regional, rural and or remote areas, to me, me would be a higher priority than other things. You now, it's just an off-the-cuff example, or perhaps um, a corporate that tries to build bridges between the intersex community and the medical profession. I'm just brainstorming here. And some will say, oh, but we've got a pride group. Well, that's a good start, but can we set a higher standard? But it does lead to whole issues about, as I call it, the gay stream, the um, gay mainstream, as it's sometimes called, and you know, um, and sort of um, how they um, um, deal with these things. Because I said I'd mentioned Sydney World Pride, and this Sydney Morning Herald article mentions this. Um, copped at Sydney World Pride, copped a backlash from members of the community when prohib- prohibitively expensive tickets went on sale in July. They included a $179 for a party on Bondi Beach, $119 for a concert in Domain, and $1,500 to attend a three-day human rights conference. And it was interesting um, that the first, um, those tick that $1,500 was the corporate price. It's interesting that that's where World Pride, which is, we'll say, the gay or lesbian stepchild of Mardi Gras, that's where their first priority went when they started advertising. And i I don't. I try to call in as much as possible. I'm going to come to that too. Um, but I called this out on Twitter and they said, oh, sorry, we went, that was the corporate price and we didn't specify that clearly. But it still shows where the priorities are. It's not just Sydney. And while it's easy to turn this into a 1880s Sydney-Melbourne rivalry sort of thing, um, now that's not the point. I'm not saying Melbourne's perfect. There's sort of plenty of things going on there about... Um, spin and shallow remarks and all the rest of it are not really being inclusive so um, there's plenty to unpack here welcome your thoughts via all the channels of communication Um, let's go through them again out of the pan 855 at gmail.com sms 61456751215 tweet at salgold said so and that's the bottom line and um, posts on my page Sally Goldner and out-of-the-pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne. We opened up today, therefore, appropriately with Brave Faces from Midnight Oil's um, Screaming Blue live album of 1992. And um, just because yesterday was an anniversary of the release of the Beach Boys song Surfin' USA, Here's red Redgum's version called Servan USA because radical. Oh, radical lefties never die. We just get a different gender balance or something like that. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au. 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally.
2: Everybody in Australia,
3: Lot of a lot of things that are coming up to the fore at the moment as well, particularly in terms of the way that we imagine, for example, essential work and also sort of essential community life or essential caregiving um, and how those how those function. If we think about sort of the way that queer family often takes very, very sort of different forms and very, you know, important and meaningful forms that often don't match the picture.
0: 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon through one, now on Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. So um, if you were expecting waking up and clicked on your radio and thought, why is an Earth Matters on? I thought I'd subtly put that in there um, to say, no, we've moved forward an hour. And, of course, you can listen to Earth Matters, of course, on demand, like all 3CR shows, um, podcasts. Check out 3cr.org.au if you miss a show of any program on the station. And um, um, uh, great um, environmental news. And I forgot to thank the crew from Out of the Blue. Um, Well, diving deep, but um, also um, looking just sort of on the surface at the mangrove swamps they were this morning. Um, they've got it all covered and of course Freedom of Species coming up at 1 and on the show today they'll have a trivia show covering all things animal, animal rights and advocacy. Um, go Nick and crew. So Kayleen's agreed with what I've said. So I've outlined the problem. Let's try to be proactive and productive and let's. Um, there's one other thing I do want to say before I go into solutions and mention a few other things um, and that is that um, about two and a half years ago, we first had a um, broadcast on this show and probably have discussed it before. and The show was um, one of the summer specials in the 2020 2021 summer interview with the awesome Maria Paiotti Chiaroli about Mardi Gras past biphobia. Now, I am someone who comes under the B, the uh, identifier, as bi slash pan. I'm a trans woman. And I just feel like until Mardi Gras, if it ever does, gets its act together, I can't go to this all-world pride. You know, it's just, you know, a corporate gay stream mush fest that really doesn't look at it. When you look at all states, um, New South Wales is the only jurisdiction that doesn't have bisexuality in its anti-discrimination laws, and so at least the federal law that came in. Uh, just over nine years ago in 2013, would give coverage to the private, the community sector, and those working in the federal public service in New South Wales. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know if it would cover the New South Wales state public service, but I can presume that if federal law overrides state, it's possible. Um, Check your local lawyer for um, um, information. But... um, It was interesting when earlier in the year, Alex Greenwich, the independent openly gay MP in the New South Wales State Parliament, announced a so-called omnibus bill for LGBTIQA+. Yes, there was the wish list for trans, better birth certificate laws and definitions of gender identity. New South Wales, unfortunately, on those counts, really now has, out of the eight states and territories, the worst laws on both counts, in my opinion, um... And also intersex coverage, ban on intersex surgeries. But there was still no mention of bisexuality. And I just don't understand this bi erasure that happens in the Sydney gay stream. I seriously don't get it. I remember a couple, a few years ago now, before the pandemic, when I was working, obviously it's well known where I was working, we'll just say a trans organisation, and I got an email from a middle manager at a, from a New South Wales, large New South Wales organisation. And there's so much to unpack in this. But um, the email said, hi, I'm so-and-so from such-and-such. We've just put out a new resource. Can you put it in the resource guide on your trans organisation's website? Because we're aiming to be the go-to trans organisation. Well, that's not really a very empathic, win-win, community-minded approach. Imagine if you worked for a medium-sized bank. I know that could be hard for a lot of 3CR listeners. And a big bank said, hey, can you promote us for nothing? Because we're aiming to wipe you out. But the resource, quite frankly, um, was not very good, will be my polite comment. Didn't even mention bisexuality once. And that's because New South Wales doesn't have the bylaws. um, I actually had another situation with a different person from the same large Sydney-based organisation who told me a few years ago that he didn't like the trans organisation's definition of trans, because it included gender expression well gender expression has effectively been in the federal law since 2013 that just makes me wonder how these people in the gay stream you know to use the old saying they need to get out more um he then went on to say by the way that if um, he didn't like it because if he wore a pink shirt he'd be told he was transgender oh dear what a terrible thing So this is the sort of nonsense that goes on from the Sydney gay stream, and you wonder why we've got problems, but what is the solution? Well, many years ago, the answer can be non-binary here. Uh, Many years ago, I heard a saying, I'm not sure if someone else created it, also I will acknowledge author unknown if there is one. Um, Do you create change from inside or outside a system or structure? Of course, it's non-binary, so we get rid of the or, it could be and, it could vary over time, it could vary on the circumstances, to vary on the system or structure. And whilst I'm all for trying to call in wherever possible, I think that there comes a point, which is why I decided to do, um, put such a strong focus about this on the show today, there also comes a point where you've got to call out, because this simply cannot go on. And in terms of the biphobia I mentioned um, I know there's been efforts by bi-plus people in New South Wales to talk to Mardi Gras and they don't seem to get anywhere. When I um, responded to a tweet from Mardi Gras on Twitter, I was just, oh, there's a by group in Mardi Gras now. Um, come and march with them. That misses the point. When you, in my opinion, vilify a group, you know, it's not rational nor reasonable to say a whole group of people are saboteurs of gay and lesbian events, gay and lesbian sick, just because they're that group. That's not rational nor reasonable. That's vilification and it could, it's a degree of ridicule which comes under definitions of vilification. And that sort of thing hurts people and it damages people and has probably damaged lots of bi people in this country and that sort of thinking around the world for many years. So the question, as I say, is do we, you know, what are the alternatives? Can we change the structure? Well, I'm beginning to think sadly with the sort of, gay stream type of organisations, the answer is no. And therefore we need alternatives. Now, um, maybe, you know, we do need to look at, you know, sort of, um, you know, the the name that I've come up with, I'll use this as a working name, it's not definitive, is a queer's first march. That way we don't use words like pride or rainbow, which some people think are over commercialised and or cheesy. Um, They're probably licensed. Um, You probably can't have a Pride March without getting some sort of approval from World Pride. And obviously, um, Sydney Mardi Gras, if this was to happen in New South Wales anywhere, particularly Sydney Metro, um, they'd say that you can't use the words Mardi Gras. So I'll call it the Queers First March. And there has to be a strict value set down. Now, I noticed on Mardi Gras' website, um, they don't have a value statement as far as I could see. If anyone um, researches it thoroughly and sees one, let me know. But there's a sentence on um, one page of the um, site that talks about how we do accessibility and inclusion. Now, accessibility is not just, of course, building ramps for people um, in terms of physical disability needs. Accessibility and inclusion means all sorts of things. But there's no mention of equity and I'm thinking here, although it's not perfect of the um, well-known um, meme which has the equality equity justice things with the people trying to give a box to stand on looking over a fence. It's very easily found um, there was originally two um, in two frames in it um they rear you know people of different heights they're all given one box and then it goes over to rearranging the boxes so um, everyone. Can now see over the fence, and then they get the third meme. The adapted version gets rid of the fence altogether and replaces it with something that isn't really a barrier. Well, I don't think it doesn't seem to me that Sydney Mardi Gras are doing that, but having a value statement in itself is not the answer. It's how you continually match values to behaviours. And it's clear that um, whatever values Sydney Mardi Gras may have, there's well, let's say there's extreme doubt that they're really putting that into practice on a day to day basis. And similarly, world pride they 're not thinking access equity inclusion they're not looking at class and income barriers um, in my opinion, and uh, frankly, I just find this um, you know really um, you know just utterly problematic that this can't happen, but the thing is, is that culture too entrenched um, is the question, and I think there has to be a fair argument that um, that it is and um, the um, situation really is now that some of these organisations really have just, you know, gone too far down the wrong path, down the wrong rabbit hole, and I'm not really sure whether um, we'll be able to dig them out if we, even if we wanted to. So maybe it is time that there was a look at alternatives. So um, there's some thoughts. Um, as I said, Kayleen has um, said that she agrees with what I'm saying. Welcome your thoughts. Get in touch with me. Um, You know, do we? What are the alternatives? Is there a way in? It's a a fair question for debate in our rainbow communities. It needs to be debated. Let's have a listen now um, to a song that could have multiple meanings in the context of today's show and also possibly um, not just material possessions. It could mean mental health. It could mean all sorts of things. Here's Diana Wolf and the Wolfgang and their cover of an Eric Bibb song, Too Much Stuff. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
4: put it all behind me and give it all up I ended up with too much stuff I had to get more money I took a trip to the bank said I'm running on empty put a tag in my tank. I got a brand new guitar and a big TV Me stuff to make me thin, and when I get out of it, well, you give me stuff to get me in. location.
0: Thank you, Dana Wolf and the Wolfgang, from a CD from some time ago, um, being uh, What's cooking Live at St Andrews, one of um, the great music venues of, um, well, the Melbourne Fringe. Um, well, not that sort of fringe. That's opening this week. Um, check out lots of good um, shows. Um, said yours truly. Um, what mentioning Gold Star Failure, which opens on Thursday night, declaring my interest in that. Jackie on the show a few weeks ago. Um, watch out for Lofioki Oakey. Um, co-hosted by Lucy Best, who's been in the show. There's lots of queer stuff and diverse stuff in um, the Infringe this year. They really are you now sort of doing well, and you know, they might make mistakes along the way. You know, sort of according to the latest research on the number of people out of eight billion who make mistakes, I think it's about eight billion, and that's fine. But they try to do better, and that I think is the critical thing to link back to our earlier story. Well, just to put some light and shade in the show, where do we always turn when we want light and shade? We turn to wrestling, but here is a mixture of the proverbial light and shade, because um, Star Observer has a story, which um, was only in the last um, day or so, um, that um, gay wrestler Anthony Bowens shares a heartfelt message after All Elite Wrestling win. All Elite Wrestling, AEW, um, a relatively new promotion in North American wrestling, um, still world wrestling entertainment the big and the largest we'll say Um, But um, gay pro wrestler Anthony Bowen sent a heartfelt message, strong heartfelt heartfelt message through tears after winning his first major championship. He made history along with his teammate, another half of tag team, the acclaimed Max Caster, as the pair snatched the AEW Tag Team Championships. Your winners and new champions. I'm just channeling Howard Finkel there. um, They defeated Swerve in our glory, Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee in the AEW Dynamite match at AEW Grand Slam. So he's been the first openly gay competitor to win gold in AEW. Now, there's been certainly um, lots of out-wrestlers along the way. Um, hello to Orlando Jordan, who um, is openly bi and I think runs a um, wrestling sort of training school or academy in Melbourne. I'm not sure if he still does. Um, there's certainly lots of out Queer wrestlers, Shana uh, and MAA type of people. Shayna Baszler is one. Um, um, Piper Niven, who's, what are we getting rid of the do-drop name? I'm digressing into wrestling. Um, but Bowens has said he spoke about the importance of um, what it means. And he said, I never thought I'd be able to live my dream because there was a time I was very confused. I didn't know how to accept myself. Um, but I thought through, I fought through that bull tish. Um, no, better not use that. That's a copyright of another station. Um, so, so, um, fought through that cow manure. I fought through all that cow manure and now I cry because I'm a champion. Um, he said, um, a message of solidarity for those struggling with depression it doesn't have to be about your sexuality. Um, you can, um, you, know, you can, um, sort of live your life and, um, that's, um, really awesome to see well, or in the words of the wrestling world, um, when something good happens, this is awesome. There we go. Um, there's the wrestling, um, stuff for today because there can't be enough of it, can there? Um, well, some, pe- some people would say there could be, but anyway, that's a, another, um, um, debate for another time. See, we're diverse and that's really, really important. Um, and I think it's important that we have diverse stories for LGBTIQA plus people. Yes, we need to talk about LGBTIQA plus, but yes, we need to be our whole stuff, our whole self. Um, and um, one fan has written on social media, it's important to watch a male wrestler who's open about proud of his sexuality without its the sexuality being turned into a bad gimmick, which has happened in wrestling um, um You know, the late Chris Canyon, when he was in WWE, had to do a Boy George impersonation, probably against his will, and didn't get support from management, according to his autobiography, really much later on. Um, So, um, you know, there certainly hasn't been that, and look, maybe like everything, things can move slowly with the times, um, wrestling, of course, hasn't always been good on diversity in terms of its storylines or in real life. Um, shoot or work? work sorry, better got that get that right. Work or shoot? You go look those up, and. Um, it is really important that people, you know, sort of can feel that they can be themselves in whatever they do. Hmm, maybe this person who doesn't stop talking will live the dream of being in a wrestling announcer. Business would certainly pick up, to quote the great Jim Ross. Um, let's have some more music and I'll tell you why I'm playing this one afterwards. Here's Prairie Oyster on 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
5: Shattered. New dreams come along And sometimes they're just as strong as the one that it's gone So don't cry little angel Little angel don't be blue But well, you can live your life and soul different smile on a different face Waits for you So don't cry, little angel Little angel, don't be blue Everything you know is upside down Don't you worry, it will turn around them Oh no, no, no.
3: Throughout October, VACA is hosting a series of Rainbow Yarning workshops for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities. The workshops will include guest speakers presenting on a range of topics for LGBTIQA communities and support services. To take part, visit the Victorian Aboriginal Childcare Agency's Facebook page to register. The Victorian Aboriginal Childcare Agency is a 3CR supporter.
0: 3CR, 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Thanks for your company. And um, a few things to mention there. We've just played Prairie Oyster because um, they... Are performing tonight um it seems out in um the just to the west of Melbourne central business district um at the hotel Westwood in footscray um so I thought they had long broken up, and the Wikipedia site says that, but um the um, I'm sure they've got something worked out. Um, so they don't take things seriously as per this um, blurb on the Hotel Westwood site. They write great songs, work harder, accomplished players, but they're four old souls with young hearts having a bit of fun. That's what we like. So um, head out west, so to speak, um, tonight to the Westwood Hotel uh, in Napier Street, Footscray. Um, what else? Things what are coming up? Freedom of species is up next. Um, in about ten minutes' time, if you're listening live. Once again, a trivia show today covering all things animal, animal rights, and animal advocacy. So get your trivia hats on. Um, pretty cool that they write trivia for um a whole show. I um, I've some you know um yeah, it takes a lot of effort to write trivia questions. Um, but they've got it covered, and um, other things. Um, what are coming up, um, the reason I played that Rainbow Yarning Workshops um, message is next week I'll be talking to Dan from the Victorian Aboriginal Child Care Agency, VARCHA, um, about those very workshops. And I think there's one on this afternoon, so we'll have some um, sort of lived expertise, so to speak, to talk through and then be able to talk about the other two that are coming up. So I think that's really, really um, awesome. Um, Great um, diversity and um, multiplicity in there. Um, Well, um, what else has been in the news? Um, Due to as much as it was um, very enjoyable, I did miss out on a lot of the Stand By Us conference, but um, watch the Stand By Us YouTube channel as some of the panels and discussions um, Some of the events were recorded, the online events, and once the editing goes up and the sound gets sorted, you'll be able to um, um, stand by with people, which will be really good. Um, Pretty strong visibility um, this year on Stand um, um, By Visibility Day, it seemed, even though, of course, um, in um, Victoria it was the football holiday following the Her Majesty's holiday, May she rest in peace and all that sort of thing. Um you know, and there's lots of debate about that. I um I'm not really a hype person. The constant hype for days got to me in the end, but um look, you know, there's I know there's strong feelings about the issue, um um but um you know, I think there's also been you know, overall, um, you know, the ninety percent of the debate or ninety eight percent people have sort of Um, come at it with nuance something that's been severely lacking in most of our debates over the last few years on virtually anything uh, where it's all been all or nothing and people have separated the person from the monarchy and all that sort of thing which I think is sensible and I think we need to have nuance on debates. Now going back to our earlier topic once again of the gay stream I remember one thing I wanted to clear up is that some people would say, oh, remember someone someone who's very much part of this gay stream saying to me once in a very panicked voice a few years ago when there was talk of difference of opinion, um, this person said, oh, no, we have to appear to be united. I think there's a better option than that. We need to be truly united. And the problem is when we shut down this debate um, about issues within LGBTIQA plus communities, it's usually those further behind who get kicked further behind um, you know, the, for example, um, and as much as I don't really want to mention it, the example that comes to mind, and this is where I may, perhaps may again mention um, content note discrimination within Rainbow communities and um, the numbers for switchboard 1800 eight hundred one eight four five two seven and 1800 eight hundred seven two nine three six seven for Rainbow Door. Um, you know, there was a lot of throwing under the bus of groups other than gay and lesbian during the postal survey by the Yes campaign and trans people were... Um, not really supported, and it gave you know, more um, leverage more ground to the anti trans types well you can 't you know that 's where things fall down now let 's flip that over. Can anyone think of a time where let 's um, bi and trans through gay and lesbian onto the bus i can 't really think of one, and so the problem when we don 't talk about these things is the inequality and inequity is perpetuated. And it's not a win-win solution. Now, if we are all equal, we have to be able to talk about these things and resolve them and move forward. It's not easy. It hurts when you are being violated. But if you're the violator, don't you know have a sort of self-entitled hissy fit, so to speak, and say that you, you know, we can't talk about it because that means we keep having the same problems. If we resolve this, imagine if we did build stronger communities. It's something we can change. Goodness knows we'd love to get rid of elements of right-wing media, and I'm being tongue-in-cheek here, um, right-wing politics, moral, ultra-moralist religious types and um, others who perhaps criticise some or all of LGBTIQA+, and put them all in a big one-way TARDIS to the other end of the universe. But we can't do that. But we can strengthen our own and clean up our own backyard, but only if we are genuinely committed to it. So I'm not. that's the situation, as I said. Anyway, I'd better get out of here and make way for Nick and the crew from Freedom of Species and their trivia show. Take it out today um, because it's Sting's birthday. No, not Sting from A.W. Um, not quite, but there was an unintended segue. Um, and um, this is Sting from the first solo album that he did, The Dream of the Blue Turtles, back in 85. A bit bluesy-jazzy and down so long. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week.